0: Right before you do jump Hold on, let me me catch the beat Hold (laughs) on, let me catch the beat Turn Uh, up my headphones Turn my headphones A little higher Turn them shits up Yeah, man, we are back And we are gone (laughs) (laughs) All all in the same episode Mickey D's podcast This is the last episode And probably the last thing um, Mickey D's related I would, I mean I would say so, Mickey Yeah D's uh-huh. <laughs> just, just gonna be D's From here on out <laughs> Rail D's <laughs> Are we doing that? R- D- D's Rail Nah fuck that I'm
1: gonna go to DJ City And I'm gonna like Listen yo we, I gotta bring the Mickey D show back Like the show show back I don't give a fuck right. like, Just Something. figure it out Figure yeah. it out
2: Well it's funny Like it, it, I guess this episode Really is uh, You know we, we spit game For Very long time And if you didn't That's listen you didn't Well now it. you got an archive Of shows to listen to Cause we're gonna reflect on the Mickey D show, I think. I think that's the best way to honor the our, show or the podcast. Our, our, our everything. Mm-hmm, okay. So the entire brand.
0: Yeah. So no way we didn't discuss anything last night or at, this, at any point. We just came in with a blank slate. But I think this is a but clearly Yeah, this is a freestyle. But on the drive up, I didn't listen to anything. I'm just thinking, what would be the best way to I've never done a, like a goodbye a show? Farewell. Our farewell tour. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've never done anything like that. So yeah. but I do think it's appropriate and clearly Mickey's on the same page because we're talking about this for the first time. Um, I do think it's appropriate to talk about how it all began. Yeah. And um, man, it was only 11 years ago, but... Only. It, like, but but it, it doesn't feel that long ago, but it, yeah, you're right. It, it 11 years ago is no, a long had time to be ago. It longer than that though, right? It's was 12. so, no, so 13. And, and Mickey, oh, okay. please jump in and you know, take over and do what you got to do to help push the story. But where I want to start is Bezo is up and running and they're doing their thing. And um, and it's the new outlet for DJs, like a community where everyone can listen to each other. And Mickey says, we should do something like that, which kind of like, basically, we wanted to just kind of steal whatever Bezo was doing. And obviously it didn't work out that way. But we brought, we said something to Phenom uh and maybe even quicky but we said something to Phenom and i think Phenom said what would you call it and what would you say dj world <laughs> instead of dj city like we would play for gave a playful name like, sure yeah yeah dj world or something like that dj town yeah um that sounds about right for and dj that, Village. that time <laughs> and i think we were on a drive here to vegas there. too or something like that but yeah. um dj park dj park hey. yeah probably
1: that would have really worked out for you
2: early dj
0: heaven <laughs> Right. Um. So so then Yeah we should do Something like that And you said I bet I can get Clutch on And Clutch was that guy And he was like Someone we heavily Looked up to And I remember You shooting Clutch A text Hey we want to do Something like B-Zone post mixes And mm-hmm. Clutch is like I'm in And you told me mm-hmm. Clutch is in I'm like Okay so this is Going to be a thing <laughs> Like cause Clutch Like was in But then So we brought the idea You know Phenom Already knew about it And then we go to Some wing spot On Sunset To meet with Quickie and Phenom, and we had this idea and they said, well, we kind of have something along the lines, but we don't have the personalities. And you guys, you have your chemistry. You've been friends forever. So
2: shout out to Abner, who was also in the conversation of being a part of this. Yeah. In the very first. Damn, I remember yeah. Yeah. Because Phenom liked that. Phenom crazy. liked the dynamic Partying of Abner. Or, and yeah. we were all out and about networking. And Abner was really part of our Early stages of of the DJ careers Yeah, I remember Phenom being like Yeah you guys could just shoot the shit And record it
0: Yeah and at this point we're about We're about three years into DJing And um, what I remember about that time is We were trying to find our way We were collectively as the Spinatics Which was our DJ crew with Us 3 Phenom, Styles, Davis um, Puff, countless others Bro yeah, said I said I three. three. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, DJ <sighs> Escape, um, D-Dub. So we we would show up to house parties, take over. Um, we would we start. We were just starting to get into clubs in Hollywood, like clubs that were on their way out, like Miyagi's. I think that was our first collective. That was our first residency. I was still on vinyl at that time. I was Man. too. Real was so, but I remember at that time, and I I connected with what DJs are trying to do today. And I'm sure it's this goes on forever, but we're trying to find our way. We're trying to find our identity. And we're feeling ourselves because we can mix a we can mix a handful of records together and we got all the hottest songs, right? Yeah. Naturally as a DJ would feel. Yeah. Um and uh and we saw this um Mickey D's um show as an outlet to be discovered, be understood, be heard, et cetera. Um, but we knew, I don't think we knew it was like, we would just be instant fame. I don't think it was going to be, we thought it'd be anything like that, but we knew that everyone wanted to be seen and heard. So um, I'm going to jump forward a little. Well, we we started, let, let's, let's, well, let's let go me, to the yeah. Winamp amp before that.
2: Yeah. yeah. So before, mickey d's the visual show and like really you know beyond people just wanting to be heard you know and served as an outlet as a essentially a dj's soundcloud before you know soundcloud became the outlet for everybody but you know we we uh we just wanted an opportunity to showcase honestly people that we were fans of in the beginning like you know guys that we knew were killing it in the club and you know, to be fair, like at that in that era, which was two thousand eight, mm. two thousand nine, yeah. really. Um, you know, it was like, you know, get am or go home kind of thing, right? Yeah. At the time, and um, before the Mickey D's, you know, actual first official show, we did a online stream on Winamp, the yeah. the streaming player. And that was tricky because we were operating, I think, an AOL group messenger for the chat room while we were streaming live. And I I I, I I can find possibly one recording that we might have done. And oh my God, it's like so bad. It's hard to <laughs> listen to. Yeah. Dead air. Nothing like not knowing what to talk about. Like and this is with no camera on you, right? So you're just like, we're just there with a mixing board that looks Technology wise is like a fucking stone version of this. I
0: think we were taught well, yeah. I think we were talking about like Drake and how he was underground and how he was like the next thing. And Mike Posner. And Mike Posner, and yeah. And everything
2: yeah. else in between in that era. Yeah. And like and, and we'll, I, I think we'll we definitely have to touch on that because we had I remember our first technically like trial and error guest was uh DJ Baby U. Yep from, from Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. And he came out, we tried it out. And then I don't know how or the influence or, or I, I I wanna take the credit that I saw this, but like I can't remember. I know I brought it up, but I was like, there's this thing you stream and mm-hmm. there's I I wanna say it was Dela Soul that was like streaming their studio sessions mm-hmm. and this is two thousand nine. Like And dudes were streaming Mm -hmm. on this platform for free with a chat room. Yeah. So while everybody, you know, and and much respect to all the DJs who killed it and and are still killing it on Twitch, respectfully, we did this shit. (laughs) Like, we're going to go out, we're we're getting our flowers. But we did this in 2009 and uh, at no, like... Quality level, <laughs> like yeah. we we literally just hung a a, a a webcam, a really crappy webcam, yeah, and one angle, and I, I believe a desk light, <laughs> just to be able to <laughs> see this person, and then Quickie Gosh. Phenom uh, cleared us for a budget to build a room, yeah, and you know us thinking, yo, we're gonna prove that we're hard workers and this and that, and tried to oh, build yeah. a try to build a, a, a booth. A, a booth. <laughs> And I don't know why we needed a sliding uh, window for the booth, but it took us
0: like It's a lot harder than it looks.
2: Yo, much <laughs> respect to everybody out there that builds houses or any sort of construction. So they were patient with us and and let us blow some money in the wrong places. And we built this booth. And, I, and the first official, uh, not official, but the first guest was DJ Play and Devin from the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we just, it was kind of a test stream. To see, like, does anybody mess with this? And it was like, oh, man, like, you know, there's like 22, I think 30 people in there that, you know, it's all of our friends. Yeah, And we're all learning this this platform. And then we're like, okay, we have enough confidence to, like, invite somebody who is, like, a big name and cool enough that would give us a shot. And then I remember we commissioned JP, uh, who used to make JIF flyers for us for our house parties like he was ahead of his time yeah which fast forward just so everybody understands the people that we grew up with in this game like jp is now the head of graphic design at complex Mm -hmm. Wow. all media like he's also the guy that made the mag park logo so like this is someone who we used to play ball with at brantford you know like his whole family so that's that's what we were coming up with and then he made our first official mickey d's logo Branding and flyer for our first official official guest, which was uh, DJ Fashion. Yep. I think that was September 9th or 10th, 2009.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And that was our first official show. And I remember going live and we we hit something like with this shitty camera. We hit like probably a couple hundred live viewers. And then you have guys like Steve Aoki in the chat room chatting it up with like all of our DJ homies and it just feels like damn like Pete and Steve wasn't who he was who he is today. Mm-hmm. But we just started to see that community kind of kind of build up through that first show. And I think that's when we realized like, okay, we might be onto something.
0: Yeah. And I think um I don't think like shout out to all those guys that we had early like uh Spider Spider Steve Sprite Wonder. Splice Steve Wonder um echo like there was just like basically all the homies all the guys that are established and killing it like and and they were killing it then too and the fact that and maybe it maybe because dj city had a lot to do with it but like again we were up and coming we were nobodies and the fact that they were they saw they were smart enough to see it as an outlet to be heard and didn't care who the hosts were and be creative and yeah and be creative because like I said you never see these guys unless at that time you never saw them unless you went to Vegas or you went to whatever city they were DJing in and um and you had that one experience with them. But so again, everyone has Twitch now, everyone can be seen and heard. Back then, you didn't have this luxury. So no, this was a big deal. And I remember after it took a while for me, at least, after so many episodes, I'm looking at this trap chat room and it is live and popping and it always had been yeah. but i'm looking at it like this chat room is the best thing about this show yeah like the guests are dope the they're community. creative but seeing this chat room rally off and talking about whatever like sure you can go back and rewatch fashion set and a track set and all these guys but being there in this moment and watching the chat room sometimes the chat room was more live than the actual set and vice versa but to see that was was really dope. And it was just fun just to stare at the screen and see who's saying what. And, yeah, you, you know, you had a couple knuckleheads that you had to kick out every now and then who just didn't get it. But, um, but yeah, you know, it just hit me. I forgot when we would—I forgot we opened and closed for these guys. But it kept us on our digging game because at that yeah. time, blogs were still big. I think SoundCloud was starting to come up. And so— I used to get all my music, all my hot shit from blogs. <laughs> Whatever DJ City was posting, I don't think I played much of it because I wanted the stuff that you haven't heard yet. The the Goldfinger remix. They originally it's wanted
2: it. us to play shit from the top 10.
0: Right, right, right. That's right.
2: That's right. We're like, no. Nah.
0: Yeah, like Calvin Harris was doing remixes before he was Calvin and I was playing that shit. And, yeah. and just before Moonbaton kicked off, I remember playing like a chucky edit of uh you know his big hit back in the day a Mumtazon version but yeah that was our outlet to to you know show that we have range and be heard and one thing that um needs to be mentioned is the Mickey D's show was never about Mickey in danger it was about the guests. So when we would come on and introduce ourselves, the most you got out of us was, how was your weekend? Great. How was yours? Cool. All right. Well, you know, uh, very little talking, you know, DJ city's got this 20% discount and blah, blah, blah. And you know, right. make sure you check out this, but all, all right. right, let's get to it. We got DJ so-and-so. Yeah. So you never got a chance to really uh, meet us or get to hear us. Cause, and we were totally cool with that because we understood it was, um, it was about the guests. It was bigger than us. Yeah. Yeah. and
2: and big ups to DJ City. They they gave us a shot. There was, you know, little to no budget in the beginning and and yeah. we, you know, like any other radio show, were compensated for our time. And then as the show continued to grow and as the show continued to be, you know, contribute to what its legacy is now, you know, we we actually had a nice you know, source of income, doing what we loved, and I, I got to give them. And we were
0: living at home with our parents. Right, true. That helps.
2: <laughs> uh, but you know that that um, it helped us, you know, kind of balance out while pursuing our DJ dreams, you know, and all that stuff. So yeah. I mean, shit, they took us to WMC. They let it. We they, two
0: years, right? Did they did we do it twice or just uh, once? once? Okay, yeah, once. once with crazy. But they Chris. took
2: us to. Well, we went to New York before. Oh yeah. And then we took Crazy Chris, who now does, like, all the music videos for Tyga Aoki, and, Steve, like, yep. a, and Steve Aoki. Like, yeah. we were a, a bit a big part of what, you know, early stages of some other people's careers. Like, you know, so it was, it was, it was really a unique time and, and quite the experience. And, I mean, we could sit here and name every single person that we had come through. But, obviously, like, if you asked us in the beginning of our career that we would share, you know, the booth. If you will, yeah. with the likes of Jazzy Jeff, Richard Vision, Z Trip, Craze, yeah. A-Track, Four Colors Zach. Like Yeah. I, I'm probably missing some other amazing Vice. people. Yeah. Vice. I remember
0: after at the end of our first season, we 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 fucking hit it out the park. We had Sprite do a hip hop set, I believe, because he came early to do a like a EDM set. Yeah. And then he did like a, a like a backpacking hip hop set. Um, just Blaze and 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 I think he was I think he was recording his vinyl to do that set. Yeah, like he put it all together for that. Um, and then we had Scene, yeah, Vice, and I'm yep. missing uh, and Spider. Like that was how we ended our the season, which I think I was think in Melody March. Also, yeah,
2: was he in that show? I think maybe.
0: Um, I don't remember if he was in remember. that lineup, but he definitely did it. Yeah, we had Just Blaze, and when Just Blaze did his set, he was playing unreleased music. That kind of went, you know, uh, viral. Um, Complex wrote about it. Double XL wrote about it. You know, uh, I don't know. Just Blaze on Mickey D's show playing unreleased music, blah blah blah. Um, you know, I got I got to stop and say something about Just Blaze. You guys have watched the Kanye documentary, mm-hmm. yes. And even back then, Kanye was like, Just Blaze, like he's like a friend of me, like like he like we're cool, but we're very competitive with each other. Sure. And then just, I asked Just Blaze on the show, um, is there any beef between you and Kanye? He said, no, nah, we're just competitive. And then Kanye does drink champs and says, basically says, fuck Just Blaze and was shitting on him. I'm like... That's because he was drunk. Well, that was probably, that's one. And
2: then two, I think that was the first
0: time he ever said that. Yeah, probably. At least open like that.
2: Yeah. I never seen him say "fuck" Talib, and he said "fuck" Talib too. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, everybody got to smoke on that show.
0: I just thought it was interesting because we had just Blaze and we talked to him. We asked him about yeah. it because it just whatever. But um, but yeah. So the the show progressed, and then we got and then Mickey again has another idea, saying we should do a podcast. I said okay, um, and it was basically the idea was a chance to tell our stories, to give our insights, because at that time we're about thirteen years in. To DJing and he mentions we should bring in Rel as Firmative well minive action. Yeah,
1: that too. This nigga said, uh, yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah, that, was, that was a setup. Gotcha. Now, hey, I don't write the check. It's like it's like <laughs> That's you, on go along, you go to donkey, he goes. Ah. <laughs> um
0: so so yeah, we 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 um just to sit that one out, <laughs> we, we bring Rel on. And again, it's more about us telling our stories. Like I had done a ton up until that point. Mickey had done a ton in Rel as well. We all came up together. We know each other. Cool. This would be great to be heard. Yeah. And and I honestly, I feel like um, I'm full. Meaning I, I feel like, and speaking for myself, I said everything I needed to say for the community because a part of that for me was connecting with the community and sharing insights and kind of exposing things that, or, you know, speaking on things that are taboo and just giving my perspective in my travels, in my relationships, in my experiences with agencies, et cetera. Um, And I feel like, like, obviously as we go, there will be more, knowledge out there more knowledge to share but I feel like in my days of doing the podcast I gave you everything I had like I feel like I left it on the court and I learned as I was giving it to you because I I'd, I'd never done a podcast none of us had done a podcast and to speak into a mic is different than just shooting the shit with your friends at a bar which it, it kind of I mean it, it might be easier if you did if you were as loose as that but you also wanted to be productive and 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 fun. But, um, but yeah, again, speaking for myself, I feel like I left it on the court for the community and, um, and yeah, as moving forward, you know, I'll find other ways and maybe even outlets to, to continue to have fun and and educate and do what I can and share my knowledge. But I think that was really the sole purpose aside from having fun of the Mickey D's podcast was to connect with everybody and, share our stories, share our knowledge. And, and if you're listening, I I really feel like you got a lot out of it. Jason Craig, who's up and coming and killing it. um, He, he says he has conversations with people, with other DJs and they're like, how do you know this? And he says, bro, go listen to the Mickey D's podcast. Like there's a lot of valuable information there. So I, I hope, and I think most of our episodes, you can go back and listen to it and still find nuggets within them. Obviously the, uh, the um quarantining stuff and the COVID stuff will be irrelevant in the future, but um, but yeah, I still think that it was that kind of podcast where you you can just learn a lot from.
2: Well, I'll say like also jumping in there, like I feel like collectively we all kind of dropped the ball on not jumping onto Twitch when it was a thing. Right, yeah. like I I did a stream for my birthday mid covid and it was like i feel like this is where the community is moving and i'm not going to say it's any individual's fault but i think collectively we kind of dropped the ball because it was so sinner the synergy was there for the mickey d show to transition into the evolution of of you know a twitch stream show yeah and i think and this is like just full transparency right like yeah Getting to reflect and not that it would, there be a different outcome or whatever, you know, but also, you know, people won't know this, but like on the business side of things, like we, doing the Binky D's podcast wasn't like, oh, hey guys, welcome back. You guys could get paid the same that you were getting paid for doing the show. No, we were starting from scratch. We didn't have the same numbers coming into us talking about us and our perspectives and all the different things like that right so financially yeah it doesn't make sense for dj city to pay for our content right yeah and but they believed in us enough to post post us on their platform have a partnership and eventually we were able to to earn a a salary for our work Mm -hmm. right and then of course COVID happens if one part of the business is affected, all parts of business are affected. It's just business. Everyone like, there's gets no hit. emotions. I like, I don't right. take I don't think anybody at DJ City Beat Source or anybody like that is just looking at us and being like, "Now fuck those guys," right? Yeah. But we all have to make difficult decisions in the businesses we operate to be successful. And unfortunately, we were kind of part of, you know, the the parts that had to get kind of reduced or cut down. And that puts us in a bind because this takes so much more energy than walking in here for an hour yeah. and and change to talk to each other, right? And it, it was one of those things where it's just like, okay, like we're gonna keep doing this. And then so we're doing once a week and then we scale down to every other week. Mm-hmm. And then we start to scale down to like once a month, and then you're just like Man, where's the show at? <laughs> right. Yeah, guys right. niggas going to do the podcast or not? And and you know to be fair, like you know it's it's hard when you're you're kind of doing things out of your own pocket. Um, we invested in ourselves. Uh, yeah. We own a lot of this equipment, like yeah. as the company. I mean, we even formed an LLC for this, and it's one of those things where it's just like you know you kind of live and you learn and um i think the other part of all of that is we're all doing very well in our respective individual lanes and it's like one of those things where it's just like look we 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 did a lot we said a lot whether it could have been cut better or covered better or or shared better like you know Mm -hmm. those are all things that we could sit around and think about but the reality is, is like we put it out there it's recorded it's archived we put in the work and you know, uh, as a business decision, I think everyone collectively just felt like, okay, like this was a great chapter of our careers. Um, Now maybe it's time to see how else we can use our
0: energy. Yeah. And I, and I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm totally like, I'm full. I'm totally happy with, I mean, I'm the type of person that looks forward to a new adventure. Like when I was in college, I would look forward to going home like every other college kid. But when I was on break and I had, School next week And I had to drive back To New Mexico Like I was looking forward To that Like no one likes school But I was looking forward To that new adventure Like it's cool For something to be over And and to move on And again It's not like Any of us are hurting Like we're all doing Very well I'm busier than before Than when we started Recording this podcast So You know So it for me It's like Is it worth Forcing this Because that's what It would have been It would have been A big force On our end We we reconnected. We were gonna take January off and we reconnected and we started to talk about how to make the show better and what needs to be done and yada yada. And it was just like, you know what? I'm I'm good if we don't move forward. Um it would really feel like a force and and I gotta be um I gotta give Mickey his flowers because at some point last year, and I, I just hope you guys all have homies that are this honest with you, at some point last year. I asked Mickey, I, I asked Mickey something along the lines of giving his undivided attention to the podcast or asking him where the podcast stands in what, you know, and what he's doing. Cause he's a busy man with multiple stores. And at this time he was still kind of DJing. And he said, honestly, I think you said, it's like, it's not even in my top 20 things to do. Cause you had the Sun deal around the corner. You had this deal, you had all these things. And I said, Cool. If he would have said, yeah, it is and lied to me, then I would have expected nothing but 100% from him. And I probably only would have got 50 or 60 or 70. And even 80 may not have been good enough. So I said, cool. I appreciate that. Now I know how to move what I need to do and what we need to do to move forward. And, you know, I did what I could. We did what we could. And then it started to feel like it was being forced and the world opens back up. COVID, you know, whatever. We're all back to traveling and Rel's back to DJing. Rel's actually glowing up in LA. He's like that dude. He's, Sean ranked him the best DJ in LA. and Who? He, Oh, Sean. So. Like, I you remember Sean? Uh, he's he about, he he about was, that. He's Sean. He don't even
1: show up no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not even for the finale, yeah, right? For, for the, the finale. He got good reason. got good
2: reason. got good reason. He always does,
0: <laughs> but 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 you know I'm, I have to look at the landscape at, at what's going on, and I can't be selfish to say, guys, we need to make this happen. It's like cool, and, and you know, if anything, uh, it, to be honest with our listeners, a lot of it is ego pushing you to to keep things going that don't need to be going, or to keep your ten toes down, as they say, when they don't need to be down because it because. We're realizing as we get older, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, you got to put your attention where the money is and where you can feed your family and, and what works best for you. And and I just, like I said, we did everything we could to be advantageous to you guys and and to be there for, you know, giving whatever we can to you guys. And you got to be selfish. Like, there's one thing I learned, people don't like selfish people, but if I'm not okay and these guys aren't okay and their head's not in the right space and they get itchy and annoyed that they got to show up and do this or, you know, deal with whatever comes with it, then then something's not right. And this is where I think you need to be selfish because if you're not right, you can't move forward and help others. You can't move forward and help your family and help your cause. And, you know, people are trying to buy houses and we're trying to, you know, level up and do everything we can. Um, so...
2: Well, there's a timeline to everything, right? Like, there's there's um, there's power in knowing when it's time to walk away from something, and it's not like we came in, did six months, and said, "Ah, this isn't working out." Like podcasting is tough. Like, no, nah, we went at this for a hundred and what episode is this? I don't even know. <laughs> like a hundred and some odd episodes. Yeah. Right. And I usually write the episode down in my notes. There's no notes. Uh, (laughs) The shit's over at the end. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, but like, you know, we did a hundred some odd episodes that spanned across two years. It's not like we just like came in and and didn't try out the gate, right? I think we were all in, in the beginning and for a good portion of time. And then, you know, obviously your surroundings, we had some difficulties and, you know, keeping the entire team together because the team is bigger than us three.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, for a a pod, like, you need someone who uh, wants to edit, wants to record, wants to, that same push, right? So, like, and that's to nobody's blame. Everybody's just making the best decisions for themselves, and I think that's where, you know, again, similar to the conversation that that you brought up with us having, like, I really just, at the end of the day, like, I do this because I like to hang out with you guys for an hour, and if it kind of makes me do that. Because we're all busy as fuck doing everything else, right? Like, I'm beyond grateful and blessed in opportunities that that take over my life. But it's like, this is also a big part of my early career, I think, as a whole and my personal brand. And it's one of those things where you're just like, all right, let's, let's see if we can make it work like this or work like that. Or maybe yeah. if I show up once a month then maybe we can keep it going and then they could do it a couple of times without me. And then, you know, and you, you're just trying to figure out every which way. And then at the, and at some point you're just like, okay, like, I don't know, you know, I don't know if this is going to work because really now it's an expense for us. Yeah. Right. It's not only costing us money to uh, put stuff together or, or, you know, we got to, Joe's probably going to spend, like, two hours watching a a file upload so somebody else can cut the video. Like, that shit's time, you know? Like, it takes time. Like, dead. Like
0: Yeah, yeah. Speaking for myself, that was the least fun I had every week was uploading the file, re-listening to it, and then finding clips to cut out. And there's just nothing excited about it. And I think it could have been done better, but I was working with what we had. Um, And we
2: did that on our own for a long time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We did that on our own. I mean, yeah, it would have been great to have in the budget, someone to come and just cut and edit and do, do all that. I mean, shout out to Vlats. He was holding it down for us. He, I would send him the video file and he would match up the audio and cut the clips. And I, I was the one doing researching what will be, what do I think will be the best engaging and, You know, I'm sure there was disagreements on that, but I'm going like I want to make sure Rails hurt. I want to make sure Mickey's hurt. And I didn't, you know, want it to be just about my how strong my thoughts and opinions were. But but yeah, no, it was just the least fun I'd have during the week. And you know, there's a lot of shit you do during the week. That was the least fun. And I, I just wanted to avoid it, but I knew it had to be done by a certain time. And I didn't want anyone to say, hey, where's this and that? Like I always made sure it was in there Wednesday or Thursday. And then you know, shout out to Sean as well. Um, he stuck around when the when the uh, everything got cut, and he stuck around as long as he could to continue to help and cut the videos and all that. So, and then before that, it was Mickey who was cutting the videos, and I think that's when he was just like, "Yeah, I can't
1: fuck this shit. I can't. <laughs>
0: I can't do this. Like, I'm running a store. I've, I've got all these things going on." So,
1: well, yeah, you know why I'm here. <laughs> Equality Right exactly yeah. I Man it's been a good run though You know what I mean I've been with you guys From the beginning You know I helped you guys Build that booth In that in that fucking Little ass studio yeah, You
0: were at every show Yeah I co-host
1: when one of you guys Couldn't make it You know yeah. what I mean I think there was a solid month Where me and Mickey did it Cause you were somewhere um, Traveling Yeah touring, So something. I mean I've been here for a minute So I've always been a part of it Even if it was behind the scenes Kind of thing So you know I'm appreciative of the time That I spent And you guys bringing me on And whatnot. So you know, man, we we here. Like you said, it's it's becoming force, It's becoming a job. It's not making any one of us happy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at all. Like, good. No, no, no. I mean, I don't want to say that. Like, we're happy to drop knowledge and people who are appreciative of it. And you know, we get hit up all the time and being like, "Yo, when are you guys gonna do another podcast?" Or thank you guys. You guys, what you guys have said has you know really set with, settled with me and and helped me you know evolve as a DJ, as a person, etc. So you know what I mean. That's always dope to hear and you know, experience and whatnot. But like you said, Joe, like what Joe said, man, if it's not, if it's not sitting well with everybody, it don't, don't make no sense for us to continue doing it. And, you know, we have fun doing it.
0: And just so I'm clear, when when I would sit down, I enjoyed their interaction all three of us would have. Like for that hour, hour and a half sometimes of just talking like that was fun. Yeah. And I knew if we can get to that point, we'll be okay every week or every other week. But, but it's like, it's not even so much as taking time away, but it's taking happiness away Mm. outside of sitting down and recording. Because the thought, when you have, when you think about something and it makes you uneasy, you probably shouldn't have it in your life, right? You probably need to move on from it. You need to, or, or you just need to figure it out. Or there at least needs to be a check. Or that at least needs to be checked. Yeah, because that doesn't help, too. That doesn't help. Like, like I, having I, a check yeah. helps some of the misery.
1: Be like, ah, I am getting paid for this, so, you know, shut <laughs> the mis- fuck up and keep doing it. You know what I, mean? I you know? mean?
0: In all fairness, you know, there's some clubs you don't care to do, but it's a nice check. Exactly. Right. exactly. What I meant exactly. for first time. Exactly. You know, jobs yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, man, it's been good, man. You know? What's next, man? What's what, What's next?
0: Mm, go ahead, Mike.
2: Well, me and Ral are, are doing a podcast We're going to do a podcast.
0: <laughs> 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 We're
1: we'll call it the Mac Park Podcast. You know what I'm saying? I know what I will not be listening to <laughs> in the future. Nah, shit. Fuck that. We're we'll going to get Joe on as a guest. I know. Right. You on, man. I got some shit yeah, to share. Right?
2: Uh-huh. No. Nah, um, I mean, for me, plate's full right now. It's 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 been a great journey. Um, you know, my partnership with Sun. PS Reserve is is really hitting at all cylinders. We just had, like, probably the, you know, triple in sales that we did in the first couple months in, in, in a 10-week span, a 10-day span, sorry. And so we're, we're seeing a lot of growth. There will be pop-ups. I don't know when this is going live, but it should be before the weekend of March 25th you uh, should see. I would assume so. Yeah, yeah you would see some... pop. Uh, we're doing pop-ups at the Del Almo Mall in Torrance, I believe is the city. And then we have another pop-up for PS Reserve at the Houston Galleria in Houston, wow. Texas. And then, you know, God willing, our one-year anniversary comes up in July, and we're, we're hoping to announce uh, a good um, a handful of pop-ups that we're going <clears> to <throat> go live with. And... um you know mag park or you're in the dark is what they, all the kids say um <laughs> that are are the kids mm-hmm. flashlight emoji gang like that's their their that's the slogan that's um, good and uh a t-shirt huh yeah eventually It'll, it, <laughs> we're getting there it's uh it's been a great um it's been a great journey to be involved in this like new fitted hat community and i'm blessed to be kind of you know, I'll be humble and say like a top 10 uh, top five designers in like the, the country right now. And um, we have a lot of support and um, I have a huge collab that I'll be able to announce at some point, not now, but um, it's, it's that part of that journey is also being is crazy. And um, that's really where my main focus is. And I mean, it's aside from that, like, I've people don't I don't really talk about it but like I have this consulting agency that I've been working under for a long time aside from mag and that's essentially the 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 mother tree of my portfolio management and you know that part we've we've taken on five different clients that are all really you know kind of big players in big spaces and that's really what my focus is on is just the creative and continuing to develop things for there. So like, that's like, if you guys come to mag park, I appreciate it. Support. I might not be here, but you know, like we're, our team is growing and it's one of those things where it's like, shout out to the, the mask mandate dropping today when we're recording mm-hmm. that it's going to just give people the opportunity to come, come in and shop um, again in person. And, you know, hopefully we can continue to fire on all cylinders. So I'm grateful for the team. Cause you know, I wouldn't be able to do it without our staff. You know, we're up to like, we got like up to thirty people on payroll.
1: You are you done DJing? I think so. This is a wrap. We're done. We, far we're, yeah, we're gonna you do know, a farewell. A farewell. Uh, you can hire DJ. Rel to do your anniversary
2: party. <laughs> well, you know, it's fun. Yeah, but to be honest with you, and here's the thing: we still do Mag Park Radio, mm-hmm. Sirius XM. Shout out to Wadi. Shout out to Jason Craig. Um and um, the, I dislike having to put together sets but that's that's been the thing for me for a while and i'm like and then i get a text from somebody and they're like yo i need your mix like that was fire Mm -hmm. and i'm like fuck i have to really care again (laughs) because people are actually listening like that that like accountability so
0: i don't know man like i have a I don't think you need to care. You know how many promoters and people who aren't DJs that DJ just throw up some bullshit and people say, yo, that was the best thing ever. Well,
2: and that's <laughs> the thing. Like, I went on DJ City, shout out to DJ City, and just downloaded what I felt like would fit the vibe, what I thought Wadi wouldn't play, and then just, like, <laughs> yeah. went for it. Mm-hmm. And and it, it ended up just, you know, kind of coming off really well. And, um, but but more than than anything else, it's just, like, I don't know. Like, it's just so much happening that it's, like, it's tough to even, like, Wrap my brain around putting a set together, being handed drinks and being like, nah, right? Like, and then pos- possibly losing a day somewhere else. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like right now it's like kind of like step on their next season for me. Mm-hmm. And so um, I guess you can never say never. But uh, I do have a a entire fitted hat, uh, what I'm calling a nightclub pack coming out in mm-hmm. just after my birthday and I'm going to drop it at a club. Um, creatively, it's going to, I think it's going to really change the game. Nice. So, there it is. So I'll be in a club. Mm-hmm. The question still remains. Am I DJing that night? So I'll, I'll think about it. Will he come back like Jordan. We're in the four or five, but I'm going to say like 95% done, done. Like, You got. There's only one person that texts me that that's like, just come DJ, and that's Kevin. Yeah, right. Like, it's not even a negotiation. I don't even. I don't even ask a rate. It's like, hey, do you just want to come play San Diego? And to me, San Diego is fun. San Diego is fun. This place in Fort Worth is also super fun. Like, because they're just fun crowds. Yeah. I don't. I don't need to go download what came out. Last month To cater to those crowds They don't
1: give a shit They just there to have a good time They're just
2: there to have a good time And that's Those are the best crowds I felt like And so I would do it for that Cause I don't have to think so much It's just Be yourself Mm -hmm. So I guess I don't know
0: You see listeners You see this is why We can't continue the show This guy is very busy
2: (laughs) No um, And that tweet was a joke Everybody Oh yeah Shout out to Phenom Shout out to Dazzler
0: The tweet where I was... I <laughs> you got to read it. You got to like...
2: <laughs> I deleted it because I was like, man, I'm just tired of people like fucking oh. misinterpreting this. Let me see. Or if, is it in the screenshot? Oh, I oh sent it's, it's definitely it to in the
0: screenshot. Recording... Mickey said, recording the final Mickey D's podcast tomorrow due to something about not having equal responsibility on the show. So <laughs> can you guys go tell Danger Zone what questions you want answered so he can organize an, our, our show and schedule? And then I responded, I, I repost retweet and say, you see what I have to deal with with crying emojis. Yeah. But Funny, of course was, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it obviously was not taken the way it was supposed to be. No, nah, Joe got contacted
2: cool. by two different people. Like, hey, everything okay at the yeah. marriage over there? Yeah. <laughs> you guys okay?
1: Like, damn it. <laughs> Are y'all gonna come storm? Swing <laughs> storm
2: <his>. the fucking <laughs> blink twice if you're safe. <laughs>
1: right. Right. <laughs> oh shit, man.
2: Um, I knew it. It was only a matter of time. <clears throat> And that's when we knew we needed to end this shit. Yeah. Yeah, nobody, like, nobody responded.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just <an> awkward. <laughs> <room>. <laughs> to, to be fair, like unless you're on Twitter constantly talking about shit, nobody you, understand you your context. Not only that, that I was not thinking that, but yeah, that and it, it's just hard to get engagement. Like no matter what you say, or if you're not on often, yeah. Like I, uh, you know, I would I would assume. It, yeah i don't know or maybe, maybe or maybe no one cares about what we I'm to always
1: say. curious about the people that are on there constant like you know when you just every time you open up twitter you see a, a tweet from you know a specific person always and i'm like damn what do you do yeah like what else do you do like there's no way you could be on twitter this much like i love yeah. that's the go app for me like
0: yeah. you
1: know what i mean i'd get rid of every app if i could besides twitter but <laughs> i'm just like shit <clears throat> Every time I open, I could go days without
2: opening this shit, and I'll open it, and there you are. But see, I'd I, I be wanting to tweet shit, and then yeah. I think about mm-hmm. the responses, oh, yeah. and then I'm like, it ain't worth I don't it.
1: have time. Yep, yeah.
2: Yeah. It ain't
1: worth it. Like, this is just going to take up time. How many times have you wrote a tweet out, and you go, nah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. more, oh my, like, nah. more than I know.
0: It's not worth it. I think some guys don't understand that if you're on that app too much, it... it, it um, It'll hurt you. It hurts you. Yeah, because... I've had promoters say, like, yo, like, is it me? Or is he constantly inserting himself into conversations? Or does that guy always have something to say? Oh. And and it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. But but it's like there's no desire. I mean, I don't know. Unless your whole purpose is just to engage with the community and make that your day. But, hey, to each his own. Yeah. Um, Shit to do. <laughs> Yo, what you got coming
1: up next, man? I see you traveling around the world, yeah, the, the man. Country, I'm, man, going I'm, crazy. I'm out
0: here, man. man. I'm booked. Um, shout out to Zach Sodman. It's we've been one heck of a team. Um, great one two punch. And not only that, but it's just, just the, a lot of the seeds I planted from years ago are finally coming to fruition and starting to sprout. And um, so I, I gotta, I definitely can't disregard that. You know, it's just. We we sit on we used to sit on this uh, platform and talk about how things take time and you know you don't expect it after you talk to a booker or whoever sometimes it takes months or a year or multiple years but but I think this is what's happening with me right now it's just things are finally <clears throat> coming around and um, all the work I've been putting in the last so many years so I'm I'm definitely gonna pat myself on the back for that um, oh thanks Mike. Um the best man is for. Yeah. But yeah, I've been laying low with my music. I'm I'm just building. I have a plan to do something fun over the summer with some releases and try and do something slightly different and still be effective than what's being done. So so I'm uh yeah, I'll I'll have I'm definitely working on music. I'll have something around that time, but yeah, man, just just the bookings, traveling, connecting with DJs. I, I love conversations. Like I'll talk to Jason Craig once a week and the crypto scammer, huh? Dude, the crypto scammer, fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yo, a, a friend who who got clearly got scammed. I'm I'm looking at his time. Like I, I'm I'm recognizing the patterns. And obviously, if they're pushing Bitcoin on you, and they never did before. They got hacked, right? So I'm, I'm engaging with the scammer and he's like, hey, what's up, man? This guy never reaches out to me, old friend. I'm like, man, uh, all, every, everything is bad right now. I just got hacked, you know, in this crypto thing. I lost all my money, but, you know, all in that, I'm good. What's up with you, man? Like, how's everything going? <laughs> That's, what That's what I said to the scammer. Oh, <laughs> of course, man. nothing's wrong. I'm just trying to have fun with him. And he said, oh, man, what crypto scam was that? And um, I haven't responded yet, but do you kind of want to see how far I can go with this guy bro
1: I've you know if anybody has DM'd me and I'm sure there's a lot of people that have DM'd me and I haven't responded to you it's probably because I think that you're a scammer so my apologies I've <laughs> opened no DM's if I'm like I don't know <laughs> delete, <laughs> like I'm like I just can't take any risk I've seen so many people get scammed I'm just like so I apologize and I know there there was quite a few people out there that have DM'd me and I'm just like
0: nah Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think I shared on, on the podcast uh, my one encounter with the crypto scammer who got me so far. Who, it was someone who I thought it was him. And he was like, yo, um, shoot me. Um, I, I can get you, you know, uh, $500 and then more on top if you shoot me this and that. And I was like, okay. He says, shoot me your Venmo or something like that. And I was like, okay, cool. And I sent it to him. And he was like, dope. You you qualified or you won in our raffle. Um, shoot me your password, or or you shoot me your password, and I gotta put, I gotta use, I gotta show that you're an employee here, and put this and that on your Instagram. And I'm starting to think like that's
1: some Tinder swindler
0: shit. I'm thinking <laughs> like, well, that don't sound right. <laughs> you, you want my password? That don't sound right.
2: The enemies are after me. The enemies <laughs> are <laughs> after me, man. <laughs> they, yeah, oh, they're they're
0: yeah. full force, and and I'm just like, I just want to ask Jason what he what he read. Yeah, what made you click, bro? And and so so am like I don't know man that sounds kind of wrong like like we're cool and all but I don't know if I'm trying to give you my password to Instagram and and all like nah bro I promise and so now he's getting pushy and this guy was never like this before and then he and then he ended it with I left him after this he ended it with oh it's because I'm black huh Ooh that's <laughs> always the that shit I would say to you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's
0: like <what> Crypto Real <laughs> Scary <say>. Exactly right <laughs> And I said Yo That's for sure you. <laughs> I mean the dude was black But I'm like Nah And I was like Yo I'm trying to call you Pick up my call I need to see That's what I was saying I was like I need. I tried FaceTiming him I tried calling him. I was like I need to see that it's you Man fuck this Nah I can't I'm at work I'm like So you can take the time During work to text, text me, me but, but you can't yeah, get on yeah. You can't just show me Your face for like a second uh-huh. Nah man You know they got us Over here this and that I was like Alright but yeah, that's all I got going on, man. I ain't gonna get in no scamming. That's yeah. not a part of my hey They, they Jason, were like,
2: they got Jason good. They're like, you want a headline towel? Click here.
0: Right, right. That's that's the future. <laughs> scammer level up, scammers.
1: Yeah. Yo, you know, uh, which um, which you call from Philly got scammed too, but he got his shit back quick. Um, um yeah.
0: Ever No, no
1: ever? um, Mike. Yeah. Lowry? Yeah he, Lowry got, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he got his shit scammed. I saw that, but he got his back. He was like, yeah, I got scammed, but you know, I'm back now or whatever. So I was like, oh, that's dope for him. Um because
2: yeah. he's white.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh of Philly, um you, I will Mike. I I do have uh for those interested in catching me live, since you won't catch me on the internets live, um I do have uh shows up in Philly. Throwing up the party rock. No, this be part of it. I'm right here. I'm right here. Okay, I'm right here. Um, yeah, no, I, I guess you can say uh, I'm a resident at HQ, so I'll be out there bi-monthly, and I'll be in Fort Lauderdale at the new club, Angeles, um, every month. And everything else kind of feels like every, every other month and what I'm doing. So, yeah, if you're uh, interested in catching that. And I will continue to do my club recaps. That's a fun new thing, breaking down my set and all that. Um, won't do it often, but I will continue to do that. So, Rel, what you got?
1: Um, shit, man. You know what I mean? I'm focusing on my traveling. Uh, wifey and I are focusing on the Rel and Rose brand. Um, just getting there. Yeah, I'm trying to get the fuck up out of L.A. With all due respect to L.A. I love L.A., you know what I mean? But just trying to get something different. I'll be in Philly. I'll be in AC. I'll be in Charleston. I'll be in New York um, mm-hmm. coming up. So, um, you
2: mean get out of LA traveling, getting busy, not like
1: moving? Not out. moving out of LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just if I, it, and when I do move out of LA, it'll just be towards San Diego. So, <laughs> um, it won't be like I'm not, I'm not leaving California.
2: Still like California, no. state taxed.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Case. Like, I'm sure I could escape that shit, but I, I can't unless I want to move to Texas. And apparently, they don't like niggas in Texas. So, mm. uh,
2: <laughs> You
1: ain't gonna get, get, ain't really gonna get that yeah, affirmative yeah, action yeah, right, shit over yeah, there, brother. <laughs> hey, listen here, boy. Uh so <laughs> Whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> Somebody's racist. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, other than that, man, yeah, I'm just I'm just focusing on that. Um we got the we got the show. And you know, Mickey was saying how it's hard for him to put these mixes together and whatnot, and because he got everything else. And I find it because I put the show together that I'm like. Fuck, I gotta do another mix, fuck, I gotta remember, I gotta do another mix, I gotta do another mix. So yeah, I've been a little lazy about putting the mixes together because I'm the one that's gotta kind of like, yo, I need the mix, yo, I need this, I need that, or whatever, whatever. So it's just kinda of like, all right, all right, but now I'm like, all right, be appreciative of you know the 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 situation. Understand that not a lot of people would have this be able to do this and kind of get into that mindset and being um more appreciative. Of it and and taking full advantage of it, so you know what I mean. Shout out to Phenom, man. He's been really looking out. Kevin reached out and was just like, "Yo, you want to spell in Chingon?" And me and Phenom rocked it out. Got a like, got a a good amount of good feedback. Um, I'm sure he hit you up about it, or um, but other than that, yeah, yeah. I'm just running. I got part coming up hey. in San Diego, so nice. trying to get Oxford, man. We're gonna, we're gonna talk after this, yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm trying to get back to Oxford. <laughs> huh. Oh right, yeah, <laughs> talk to somebody else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 That's like how how right, right, she's, she's going to go. go. <laughs> He's like, "Listen, when you find else. out, let me know." Right? <laughs> no, and I, I, yeah, it's it's funny because I talked to J Rock morning after, and the feedback was great. But Park is, I mean, Park, um, Oxer is just one of the situations where it's like they got their guys, yeah, and it's like you know you got to respect it, and it's it's all good, um, but uh yeah and if we if we didn't express this enough um, we really appreciate the listeners um, the clicks I know Jason and Double Down um, you know would would repost us uh, Jason Weiss and then of course Jason Craig Mm -hmm. um, Selfenom Nitro I mean these are some of the listeners that constantly listen and shouted us out Steezy D Uh, I'm just going off the top but um, big thank you for um, listening, asking us questions, getting engaging, getting involved, um, the people that did that bingo thing <laughs> last year—remember that? Show that shit was fucking hilarious. <laughs> the people that uh, remember we did the DJ bingo, yes, uh-huh. that that was fun. Like like those moments were were the highlights. I think I can speak for all of us. For us on the show, was that that engagement, that connection. Um, we did a run out in Boston. Um, right before COVID shit right as COVID kicked off mm-hmm. so you know we, we thank those people that showed up to that and um we a part of that and yeah just uh, a million thank yous to DJ City Styles Quickie Phenom and all the guys over there that helped push it um um Rob um, Anthony I mean um shoot Lucas Daz who just continue to work with us and um yeah, just to keep this, just continue to keep this thing going. Um, forever, um thankful for the opportunity and keeping this going for us.
2: Long live Mickey D's show. Yeah, man.
0: <laughs> and for the last time, we are out. Peace. Peace.